Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. And by Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Inflation is going through the roof. Graham Ledger owns gold and silver, and you should consider it too. Go to bh-pm.com, bh-pm.com, or call 866-3-GOLD-25, 866-3-GOLD-25 for Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Thank you. All right, Mr. News. Hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, the CDC gone full Marxist, shaming, attacking the unvaccinated while the survival rate for COVID hits 99%. Stand by. The doors of the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. A time before Capel, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchor man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. You know, you're talking about data, and my, my mind instantly went to another set of data, and that is this poll from, from the AP of the unvaccinated, of unvaccinated Americans. 45% say they definitely won't get a shot. And then another 35% say they probably won't get a shot. So if my math is correct, oh, and then 64% have little uh, to no confidence that the shots are effective against variants. But 80%, if my math is right, basically saying they won't get the shot. I mean, I'm done tired. I'm, tr- I'm done trying to convince people who don't want to get the shot to get the shot. Talk about the impact of the unvaccinated on the rest of us. Well, the impact, Jonathan, is that you're going to have the propagation of an outbreak that will continue to smolder. So you're going to have suffering on the part of the people who are unvaccinated. There will be some, not very many, we hope, but there will be some breakthrough infections even among the vaccinated. So as long as you have circulating virus in the community, which is predominantly because people are not getting vaccinated, then they hurt themselves. And you don't want to see that. 
because among those are people that are going to wind up getting hospitalized and some of them are going to die. That's the individual impact on those who don't want to get vaccinated. But there's a broader societal impact, Jonathan, in that if you allow the virus to freely circulate because so many people are unvaccinated, you give it yet again another opportunity to mutate even more. Mm -hmm. And you may wind up with creating a variant that, in fact, is eludes the protection of the vaccine. We're very fortunate that even though this Delta variant is a real bad actor in the sense of being highly transmissible, for the most part, the vaccines work very well against it, particularly in protecting you from severe disease leading to hospitalization. But you let the virus circulate, you may get a variant that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci, you mentioned breakthrough infections. And for, for those of us, uh, for those of us, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. How concerned should I be if I were to test positive for COVID? Um, what would the impact be on me? Someone vaccinated testing positive for COVID. Stop tape. Stop. I can't. I'm sorry. I've tortured you enough. I think that was about two and a half minutes of pure circus performance. MSNBC should have put a tent over these two knuckleheads, these two buffoons, these two clowns, the guy on the left working for MSNBC, the guy on the right working for the Marxist Democrat Party, Fauci, could have put a tent over these two and sold tickets to the circus, even though the circus has effectively been wiped out in this country. What a shame, by the way, because of the animal idiots out there who actually believe that animals have rights. We don't want to mistreat animals. Don't get me wrong. Don't put words in my mouth. But there's nothing wrong with a circus. There's nothing wrong with seeing an elephant that's treated well. There's nothing wrong with looking into clowns as long as you identify that you are at the circus. You're under the big top. MSNBC needed to put a big top over these two buffoons. Some people say, There's a lot to unpack there. I hate that expression. I hate it. But there's a lot to unpack there. But I don't want to get too distracted by these two clowns. I have one simple question for these clowns. that The clown on the left will not ask the clown on the right. And that is simply, excuse me, uh, Dr. Fauci. Or as Joe Biden might say, excuse me, Dr. Fauci. What is the... Survival rate now, as documented by your own numbers at the CDC and the NIH and the HHS, what is the survival rate of the Wuhan coronavirus in the United States of America? Now, the numbers are all messed up. And this is something that the American people simply are not comprehending. The total number of cases in the United States reported is around 35 million. But we know there was a study done just a week or so ago, released, that said somewhere in the neighborhood of 42% of all people who took part in this study had the COVID-19 antibodies in their system, but they never knew they had the virus. Can I repeat that for Dr. Fauci, please? Somewhere in the neighborhood of 40 plus percent of people in our society or any society on this planet tested positive for the COVID-19, the Wuhan coronavirus antibodies, but they never knew they had the Wuhan coronavirus. Now that tells us many, many things, but among what it tells us 
is that the total number, the total universe in this country of 35 million is probably more in the neighborhood of 50, 60 million. That's, that's one-fifth of our population. That's probably a low number have had the Wuhan coronavirus. But we'll, we'll stipulate, we'll go with the 35 million total cases reported, okay? And the 600,000 dead. Well, it doesn't take Albert Einstein, a rocket scientist, or Dr. Fauci to do the math on that one. And when you do the math, the percentage dead, going by those numbers, is 0.0. One seven. I'm going to round down because I like the number 99. You could say 98.5 if you want. And that's the number I've been using all along, but I just ran the numbers again. So bulletin for, for these two morons, these two clowns who belong in the circus, bulletin for the guy on the left, the black guy who's there because he's black and because he's gay. Oh, I'm not allowed to say, say that, am I? That's bigoted and racist. Well, you're looking at somebody who's been in this industry, this godforsaken media industry, for the better part of three and a half decades. I know the way this works. People are hired because of the color of their skin, not because of the content of their character, not because they're good on television. And now they're hired because they're LGBTQ, XYZ, and 37 different genders. So this guy's on MSNBC because he's black and he appears to be gay. And again, I'm not homophobing here. <laughs> I just happened to be born and raised in San Francisco and lived my entire life in the uh, formerly great state of California. I know a gay guy when I see one. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, it's, it's like seeing a, a big football player when I see one. I know a big football player or a sexy woman when I see one. I know a sexy woman when I see one. I could be wrong, and excuse me if I'm wrong, but the bottom line is this guy is a buffoon on the left, and the guy on the right's a buffoon, and he's not black. But this, this guy, Jonathan, is there just as a placeholder to make NBC look woke, but they're really Marxist. Remember, the nomenclature is important. And Miss NBC, NBC, CBS, ABC, they're Marxist. They're propagating the Marxist uh, propaganda. And so this buffoon... I'm fully vaccinated. And Dr. Fauci, here's another softball question. Uh, how is it affecting me, a fully vaccinated person, when there are all these millions of unvaccinated out there? Let me tell you, genius, if this thing really is a vaccine, which is not, then it shouldn't be affecting you at all, you moron. What a stupid question. <laughs> People say there's no stupid questions. There are stupid questions. I guess you could say that's a softball question for um, one Dr. Fauci. What is the survival rate, Dr. Fauci? Well, it depends on, you know, how he would try and avoid that answer right there. Like he tried to split hairs with Senator Rand Paul. And you have to remember something about Fauci. He's, he's a wily coyote there. And if you're not paying attention, you could just kind of nod your head like this moron on the left and say, oh, yeah, okay, okay, thanks, Dr. Fauci, next question. But he obfuscates and does not ever answer the tough questions. This is a meatball uh, question. But if you were able to tie him down and give him truth serum and say, Dr. Fauci, 
What is the survival rate for the Wuhan coronavirus? It's 99%. It's 99%. But if he goes around on national television and says to everybody it's a 99% survival rate, then he is meaningless. His existence is worthless. This is his moment in the sun. This is his moment to strike deals with Pfizer and Moderna. This is his moment to sign unlimited book deals, setting up his retirement. Going to be on boards of directors all over the place if he's not already. Fauci's IRS taxes need to be audited. He needs to be audited. I want to know, the American people deserve to know what's going on behind the scenes, behind the curtain with this guy at the NIH. And remember, just for a point of clarification here, it's HHS, which has now the largest budget on the planet. It's the largest chunk of our budget, our federal government budget now, thanks to Obamacare. HHS is probably the most powerful agency, even more powerful than the FBI or the CIA or any other of these clandestine operations that move within the shadows of the federal government. Why? Because they have the control over you and your health, ostensibly for health reasons, and we're witnessing it right now. The CDC is a Marxist, jackbooted thug organization that is driven by special interest, not our interest. NIH, same thing. And HHS, HHS is so big and so powerful, if you will, that it's beyond even the scope of what a Joe Biden could potentially comprehend. Not that Joe Biden can comprehend a hell of a lot right now, but let's say Susan Rice, because it's probably Susan Rice pulling the levers and Barack Obama. These guys can't even, they have no idea how, what kind of a monster they have created. This is a Frankenstein's monster. And we are living its wrath now. HHS grew exponentially because of Obamacare. It's HHS that's in charge of administering it. Remember the rollout of Obamacare. That's all HHS. Well, CDC and NIH, Dr. Fauci, is under HHS. HHS is under the domain of Team Biden. Now, a year ago at this time, HHS was under the domain of one Donald Trump. And why in the wide world of sports? Donald Trump did not fire this clown. I uh, do not know. Donald Trump could have gotten rid of this guy. I'm sure he looks back on it and says, yeah, I should have fired this sucker a long time ago. Yeah, he would have taken heat for yeah, maybe a month or so, maybe less. Who cares? Fire this guy. He's insubordinate. That's all you need. You don't need a reason. Fire him. But now he's, he's there like, uh, he's like glue. He's glued uh, to the side of, uh, of Joe Biden. So the survival rate is 99%. Fauci is now saying that the virus is spread in this country because of the unvaccinated. This is a wholesale attack on your constitutional rights and your freedom and your liberty, ladies and gentlemen, and you need to push back on it. You need to realize what he's saying here. He's creating a two-tiered system in this country, a class system just like a Marxist. Remember, the Marxist system is based on a class system, those who have and those who have not. That's where we're headed in this country. 
But he's creating a class system of those who have had the vaccine and those who have not had the vaccine that is antithetical to our founding documents, that is antithetical to the Declaration of Independence of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that is antithetical to your rights that are protected, enshrined, and ostensibly trying to keep government limited in the United States Constitution. The framers of the Constitution are rolling, spinning uh, in their graves right now. Remember what a, a scientist said about a year ago. I was quoting this guy. I don't even remember who it was. But he said it so succinctly. It makes total sense. And, and Fauci knows this. You can't stop a virus from being a virus. And you shouldn't stop humans from being humans. What do you mean by that? Well, the second part, stopping humans from being human, that's wearing a mask. And that's locking them down. And that's telling them they have to go buy extra toilet paper. And that's saying you can't go to a club without proving you've had the vaccine. And this, it's saying that you can't go out to, uh, to certain areas without some sort of uh, special uh, dispensation from government. That's stopping human beings from being human beings. Not allowing them to congregate in church. Not allowing them to go to a ball game. Not allowing them to go to the beach. That's stopping human beings from being human beings. Okay? Now the first part of that equation, you can't stop a virus from being a virus, is what I've been saying all along, ladies and gentlemen. And think back. Just jog your memory a little bit. How in Asia, in Thailand, and in Indonesia, and in Japan, they were clapping early on. Oh, look, these Asian countries, where they don't have a constitution, locked everybody up, shut everybody down, and they stopped the virus. They didn't stop the virus, ladies and gentlemen. Indonesia is now on a lockdown again a year later because they didn't stop the virus. Fauci can't stop the virus. The so-called vaccines can't stop the virus because they're not vaccines. They're a medical device, an experimental medical device. Nancy Pelosi can't stop the virus. Joe Biden can't stop the virus. Gavin Newsom can't stop the virus. Andrew Cuomo can't stop the virus. The virus is going to do what the virus is going to do. And I will make this argument until the day I die that when this thing does stabilize and mitigate, it's going to be around forever, by the way. And so these booster shots, it's just like the flu. It's going to mutate. And I'll get into that in just a moment because Fauci's now blaming the unvaccinated for the mutations. This virus is going to be around us forever, just like the flu. So to suggest that the unvaccinated are spreading the virus is an out-and-out lie, and Fauci knows it. A virus is going to do what a virus is going to do. And as I said, I will go to the grave knowing in the back of my mind that people taking the simple regimen of vitamin D3 and vitamin C and selenium and magnesium. What am I forgetting? There's, a, there's another one. Anyway, the, the regimen that I take every day how do we know that that isn't beating back at a, at a better rate, more successfully than these so-called vaccines? Hmm? How do we know that? How do we know that neither of them is doing any good and that the virus is just running its course and that some people are lucky and some people are not and some people's immune system is better than others? You don't know. Fauci doesn't know. And so to go on national television and blame people 
who have not had the shot, the jab, the experimental medical device put in their arm is completely not only unethical, but it's immoral and it's antithetical to the United States Constitution. And Fauci needs to be held accountable for that. The, the fact that he's saying that the unvaccinated will facilitate more mutations, i.e. variants, is another outright abomination. This thing's going to mutate every year just like the flu does, okay? It's that simple. I don't know how this thing originated. I believe in my heart, probably originated in the Wuhan lab. And who knows if we directly funded it, indirectly funded it, or laid the foundation for it through funding. But the bottom line is this thing is going to be here to stay, and it's going to stay, and it's going to mutate on its own, Dr. Fauci, whether people are, quote, vaccinated or not, and you know it. And so the CDC and the NIH, HHS, are shaming and attacking people in this country who've done their homework, who do not want to get the jab. But there's another element to this. There's a couple more elements to this. I want to get to this before we get to my um, guest on this program today. I'm way over time here. I'll make this quick. Uh, he's going to talk about the lawsuit to stop spreading the virus, uh, to stop spreading the vaccine, to eliminate injecting Americans uh, with this jab. I want to remind you this program is brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to GrahamLedger.com and you can uh, click on the front page there and it'll take you to Relief Factor. Please support Relief Factor. You support Relief Factor. You support the Ledger Report. And of course, my pillow. My pillow's got a bunch of specials out there, including a six-piece towel set. Um, and of course, my uh, latest sponsor, uh, Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Um, this is a terrible time right now. I know the stock market doesn't reflect it, but inflation is here and you got to protect yourself with gold and silver. I do. At least you got to consider it. So uh, go to my website again. There's a, there's a link to that, the relief factor. Those of you watching on television, you can't see this. If it's a podcast, it's a beautiful package of, of Relief Factor. And I want to show you one more thing. This uh, is my 4524 t-shirt. Some of you have ordered this already. It's beautiful in MAGA red with white lettering, 4524. If you don't know what that means, then you probably don't want one. There's two versions. One underneath says Ledger for Trump. The other one just says 4524 gotten a lot of great reaction. And yes, I have sent one to the man himself, Donald Trump. I only had XL to send him though, so I don't know what's going to happen to it. Israel is now saying that the Pfizer uh, so-called vaccine is only 39% effective. 39% effective. Okay. Is Dr. Fauci talking about that? No. Is Dr. Fauci talking about how the CDC, this is an agency of bureaucrats, the swamp, the medical rendition of the swamp. The CDC is saying it's going to enforce its mask mandate on cruise ships, even though federal courts have ruled you cannot. They cannot mandate masks. CDC cannot on cruise ships. Headline, CDC will enforce mask mandate for cruises despite court lifting cruise ship restrictions. This is a rogue agency, ladies and gentlemen. It is rogue, and we need to stand up to it. You need to let your members of Congress know this is not acceptable. Who elected the CDC God? 
that they can ignore a court ruling? By the way, most of these ships are not registered. I think maybe all of them, none of them, is registered in the United States. They can do whatever the hell they want. And they should do what the hell they want. They want to force people to wear a mask on one cruise line and the other cruise line says, no, we're not going to do that. Then the other cruise line will probably get more business. I know people who have gotten the jab, even though I'm sure they're skeptical about it, simply so they can go on cruises without wearing a mask. And here's the CDC, out of control. But this little nugget stood out to me more than anything else. The CDC is now getting rid of, remember the PCR test? They stick the swab up your nose and they find out uh, how many brain cells they're destroying in the process of giving you the COVID test. I don't know. I haven't had one, but it looks horrific. And I don't know if there's other versions of it. Fine. If there are, maybe they uh, swab your eyeball now. I don't know (laughs) how they're doing it. But the bottom line is it's what's called a PCR test. And it has been wholly um, unreliable, completely unreliable. You run one iteration of it, negative, another negative, negative, negative. And then you get like the 10th iteration. Oh, it's positive. Come on. So the CDC is saying, okay, we need to change the protocol here. CDC is now encouraging. I'm reading from the CDC.gov website. If this was on YouTube, of course, I'd never get this far in the program, but I want you to listen to this. This is from the CDC website, okay? CDC.gov. CDC encourages laboratories to consider adoption of a multiplexed method, this is of testing, that can facilitate detection and differentiation, differentiation, differentiation of SARS-CoV-2 and influenza viruses. Do you understand that? Even though I butchered it, okay? They are now mandating that these tests differentiate between the Wuhan coronavirus and the good old flu. So what does that tell you, ladies and gentlemen? What does that tell you? Remember early on, this here television person was telling you that flu cases went to zero. This was probably in May and June of 2020. And I said, how can that be? How can the flu cases go to zero in this country? Well, the CDC has just given us the answer. They have co-mingled the flu with the Wuhan coronavirus. So, back to the original number of cases in the United States. is completely unreliable. 35 million, maybe. 70 million, maybe. Maybe 20 million. But the bottom line is the reporting system is completely, grossly out of whack. And we know that the death total is way, way more positive. You need to reduce both those numbers. The 35 million so-called total number of cases and the 600,000 so-called total number of deaths, both of those go need, need to go down. Because if someone died and they test positive for, quote, COVID, but it's actually the flu, then it's not a death by COVID, ladies and gentlemen. And remember, there needs to be a differentiation, and there isn't one between death by COVID and death with COVID. You fall out of a building, you die, you test positive for COVID, so that's listed as a COVID death, even though we know now that these tests have been commingling COVID, a positive COVID test, with a positive flu test. This is mind-boggling stuff, ladies and gentlemen. There's just this first... 20 minutes of what I've been talking about. There's so much to wrap your head around and absorb here. 
The CDC is lying to us. They're grossly, grossly misleading the American public. They're not being truthful about the numbers. They're not being truthful about the virus. They're not being truthful about the vaccines. It's an exper experimental medical device. It's not a vaccine. And some people in this country are trying to expose that. And some people in this country are trying to stop the vaccine from infecting any more Americans than it's already infected, which is somewhere in the neighborhood of 150 million Americans. This at a time when you have municipalities talking about mandating the vaccine for a condition of employment. So not only do we have to fight back against the so-called mandates, but some want to take it a step farther and fight back against the vaccine itself. In other words, stop this thing, the medical devices that are being called a vaccine. Stop this thing dead in its tracks. Joining me now is freedom and liberty fighter, also attorney, Thomas Renz. Thomas, uh, you're representing America frontline doctors who are doing a marvelous job in trying to get the American people the truth uh, about the so-called vaccines and about the Wuhan coronavirus, among other things. They're being shut down, they're being shut up, but you're representing them in court. Your effort is to effectively stop the distribution of the so-called uh, vaccines. And I think one of the important tenets of your filing, of your pleading, is that in fact, there is no emergency. And if you look at the numbers, I've just run them, there is no emergency here, no more than there is any other virus. No, there certainly is not. I mean, so if you're under the age of 30, you, according to CDC statistics, which are all lies anyways, they're inflated. But if you just use the CDC statistics, and we don't argue about them, if you're under 30, you have a 0% statistical probability of death, zero. And if you are basically under 60, 70 years old, it's pretty darn close to zero. You know, this is not a dangerous thing. It's it's roughly on par with the seasonal flu, which I've been saying for over a year. But when I started saying, everybody thought I was nuts. Except for the numbers have turned out have turned out to show that I'm exactly right. Yeah. Yep. No, I've been saying the same thing, and we've all been ridiculed about that because it doesn't fit in the narrative. And now Fauci is running around talking about these so-called breakthrough cases, which I guess is defined as. You've had one of the jabs, you've had one of the shots, you've had one of the so-called vaccines, yet you still get COVID-19. And I'm sorry to chuckle, but by definition, does not, not tell you that maybe there's something wrong with these so-called vaccines? Yeah, well, there's a lot wrong with them. In fact, 80 90% of the people we're hearing, Israel, UK, around the world, Basically, 80 to 90 percent of the people who get this jab end up getting sick and going to the hospital and, and or dying. Right. It's not it's not unvaccinated that are sick. Unvaccinated are doing fine. Nobody's dying from it. But the the death rate and the severe outcome rate is, is skyrocketing right now because of all these buffoons that went out and got this jab. I mean, but, you know, I guess in fairness, I shouldn't call them buffoons because they were lied to outright by their by people like Fauci who said this is safe and effective when they knew darn well it isn't. And that's in your pleading, if I can quote from uh, some of it. After a year of sustained psychological manipulation, the population is now weakened, frightened, desperate for return to their freedoms, prosperity, and normal lives, and especially vulnerable to pressure to take the vaccine. You go on and on about this, and but it, you're, you're dead on target. People are gun-shy here. 
People want to go and live a normal life. People want to get on a cruise ship without a mask. People want to go to a restaurant. They want to ride on an airplane. They want to go on vacation. And so they have been manipulated. They have been beaten into submission into saying, okay, I'll get the jab. But they have not been informed, Thomas, about the slide deck that the FDA came out with in October. I'm sure this is part of your uh, materials. That the slide deck that the FDA came out with with more than 100 severe side effects from these so-called vaccines. Yeah, I mean, the list of potential side effects from this thing, I, I can list them all. I mean, you know, you start with death, you move on to impotence, you move on to neurological damage, sterility, things like that. It just keeps going on and on and on and on. And a lot of them we won't know for years to come. This is a brand new type of drug that under the law should have had a 15-year trial period before they introduced it, but they didn't want to bother with that yep. because they couldn't, they couldn't move forward in the trials. Everybody was dying when they were trying it. Real quick uh, on the mandates, you know, we're hearing all kinds of mandates from federal government, state government, local government, schools. Uh, if you want to work here, you've got to have uh, proof of vaccination. Under the FDA tentative approval of these so-called vaccines, the um, experimental authorization, um, the emergency authorization. By definition, these vaccines cannot be mandated by anything or anyone. Am I wrong? Well, I would agree with you. I mean, that's certainly how I interpret it. It looks that way under the law to me. It's very clear to me. And not only under the law, but I would say just under uh, normative rules of ethics. I mean, if you're a doctor and you're recommending this, you gotta, you gotta wonder whether or not you're committing malpractice. I mean, this is not an approved drug. This is not shown to be safe and effective. At best, it's an experiment. This is approved only under emergency use authorization. And for a doctor to recommend this, particularly in all the groups where there have been no tests, you know, for example, pregnant women, we know that over 80% of women who are in their first or tri second trimester and get this end up aborting. I mean, they're, they're killing, their babies are dying. Are you, have you, is it, who's getting informed consent on that? Has anybody talked about that? Meanwhile, we got word, and here's some breaking news for you. I got word on Friday that, you know, this 45,000 thing is getting out there and people are hearing the truth right now. Well, on Friday, we were given, we had a whistleblower gave us information that an, un, a uh, private press briefing was called, and I, I think it was called in a number of states, but I know of at least one state where it was certainly called. And in that briefing, an unnamed person from Washington, we're working on getting the name of this person, uh, came in and said, listen, all you press people, if you don't start using your platform to discredit these anti-vax people, these people who are telling the truth, we're, we're going to come down on you. And uh, we know that people have been fired over this. We know that, you know, that Washington, and what we saw, Biden admitted, he's, you know, he's colluding with Facebook. Yep. Uh, you know, they're, they're putting pressure on the news. That's why it's being covered up. That, to me, what this kind of a dangerous thing is murder. It is. And uh, to force children to get the vaccination is child abuse. To force children to wear a mask is child abuse. The 45,000 that Thomas was referencing there is that's the number he came up with uh, about a week ago of the actual number of dead from the so-called vaccines. Now, I 
I went to the VARS, VARS reporting system, and I found the number, the actual number that's reported, 11 or 12,000. But if, Thomas, if there's a compliance rate of 1%, that has been the historic compliance rate, then 45,000 is, is, is grossly low. It's, it's by my numbers. And again, I went to a state university, it's over a million. Yeah, so I have a number of doctors who said that. Um, so we had to, we had that 45,000 number, we sent it to federal court. I can't submit something to federal court unless I have a, a good faith belief in the accuracy and that I can verify it or back it up. So I had a one, I had a person who had the courage, who has access to some, one of the reporting systems. Okay, we know about 10 or 11 others, but for this person has access to the CMS servers. So one reporting system and did a very narrow search to make sure that we were very, very conservative about what we reported. And this person came up with 45,000. If I had that, I could submit to federal court and I, I can stand behind it and I feel confident in it. And uh, there's no question. I understand. If you wanted my individual opinion based on my experience and based on the work that I'm doing with doctors all over the planet and statisticians and scientists and all these people, I would say realistically, there is at least 100,000 deaths in America. And I, would, I have had a number of doctors make very cohesive arguments to me that your million number is probably not far off. It's a, it's a very a scary time uh, in America because, as you mentioned, the media is being pressured by the Biden administration to not report the truth. They're not even, they're beyond not reporting the truth, uh, the media, uh, Thomas. Uh, they're cheerleading for Biden, obviously. They're cheerleading for the vaccine. They're cheerleading for Fauci. And that's not what the framers of the Constitution envisioned as so-called protectors uh, of the First Amendment. And again, the American people are not getting the whole picture here, and you're trying to give it to them through this court action. Your goal is what? Your goal is to halt the uh, spread, not of the virus, but of the of the vaccines? I think the, the vaccine's much more dangerous than the virus based on what I've seen. Um, so yeah, absolutely it is. I mean, we wanna get the information out to people. Uh, we want people to understand what's going on, but at minimum, we gotta make sure people are getting informed consent. Right. You want to go get this after you find out that it is a real high likelihood of you either dying or having some sort of severe thing. I mean, we just had another another peer-reviewed scientific article came out the end of last week about uh, the blood clotting issue yep. and that its prevalence. And it looks based on that article, and it was a very credible article and a very credible source, peer-reviewed, that uh, this blood clotting is going to be far, far worse than what's being reported. But, you know, we know what they're going to do. They're already doing it. They're going to say it's a new, more virulent strain brought on by those that weren't vaccinated, which is the biggest load of garbage I've ever yep. seen, ever. Let me tell you about that. Do you mind me? I'm ranting here. Do you mind? Go ahead, real quick. Okay, so this Delta variant is within, within 3% of the original. And the only way that you can test for it is to send a sample off of... of you know, the, the person's uh, bio sample has to be sent off for genetic sequencing. The PCR tests can't actually test for COVID-19, let alone the, the this variant. So this whole thing is just being made up yeah. to try and scare people. The real variant that's going around is a vaccine variant. That's what's killing people.
And uh, part of your uh, pleading is to remind folks that there is treatment out there. First of all, I'm sure your pleadings show the survival rate above 98.5-99%. That's number one. And number two, that there's this thing called ivermectin out there uh, that has been in uh, circulation in our society for many, many years. And by some doctor's estimation, has a 100% uh, proven ability to stop COVID dead in its tracks. And this is very, very important information. When, uh, when do you go to court on this thing? Uh, we've got a motion for preliminary injunction in with the court right now. We've got the complaint already filed and uh, it, we've got to work through the scheduling with the court. I mean, that's just part of the process. Um, and the sooner the better, to be honest. Where is it filed? It was filed in the Northern District of Alabama, which is it's truly ironic that the few days later, the governor of Alabama comes out talking about how safe and effective these vaccines are. I'm sure that was a coincidence, even though I haven't heard a peep from her before now. Yeah, I was shocked to hear DeSantis say something uh, similar. But then again, you know, in the end, they're all uh, politicians, although DeSantis is a good one, 99% uh, percent of the time. Thomas, if people want more information, they want more information about you and your uh, law firm and also, the pleading that you filed, where can they go? What website? Uh, www.renz-law.com. You can also find us on CloudHub. Uh, you know, it's nice. They actually are uh, not censoring people. Social media without censorship. Go figure. Imagine um, that. And uh, we're going to be having a bunch more announcements coming up. This is super important. Uh, we've, we've got so much information pointing to the lies and to the mis misleading nature of what these people are doing. And, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned Governor DeSantis and some of these other guys who see pretty good guys. Here's the thing. The Donald got lied to. Everybody's been lied to. I don't know. Maybe they've been lying to Biden. I don't know if Biden knows what's up, what direction's up half the time. You know, these there's a group of people in the swamp that are lying to everybody about this, and those people got to go, and that's what we got to get rid of. Yep, HHS uh, on down. HHS is now the biggest department in our government, most expensive department in our government, most powerful department in our government, and I think HHS needs to be eliminated completely, wipe it out. Uh, Thomas Rents, thank you, and keep up the great work. Keep us informed, okay? Thanks so much for having me, Graham. Scant coverage over the weekend from the mainstream media, if there was coverage at all. You have to go to alternative forms of the media, which is very, very important, and then go to my social media because I will put this information on my social media if I don't talk about it here with you on this program. But there was scant coverage of the millions and millions of people in Italy, in France, in, I think, Germany, and many other countries uh, in Europe that are pushing back against these mandates that they're talking about imposing on these people that don't have a constitution, mandates of a mask or mandates of some kind of lockdown or mandates that you have to have a so-called vaccine passport. It's these people are beginning to realize that they live in a socialist society and these socialists are imposing their brand of Marxism on them. That's what it is. This is Marxism. You can't mandate people to lock themselves under house arrest in their homes. This is a violation of basic God-given liberty. Unfortunately, these people are only waking up to it now. So the reason why I bring this up, ladies and gentlemen, is if you take anything from this program today, it's the number 
I told you about, 99% survival rate of the Wuhan coronavirus. We're coming to a head in this country. It's coming. What we saw in Europe and these protests potentially is going to start happening here. So we, I don't even want to see these protests. As I said more than a year ago, the time for protest is over. The time for action is now. You, we need to get in the faces, the grills of the, of, of the Fauci's and our so-called representatives in Congress and your state representatives and your local representatives, all of them, all three tiers of government. You need to get in their grills and you need to say, you know what? You are not going to attack my constitutional rights. This is a virus and you can't do a damn thing about it. And the CDC and the NIH under HHS have gone completely rogue and completely Marxist because they are now attacking people who have chosen, made an educated decision, chosen not to get the vaccine while the survival rate is now at 99%. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives Library of Congress, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right. <laughs>